Hello, everybody, and welcome to a glorious podcast, a beautiful podcast, the one and only Is This What You Want with Matt and Julia. I'm Julia Ladkowitz, and across from me is my co-host and my husband and a comedian, a writer, a creator, an idiot, a freak, Matt O'Brien, everybody. Hi, everyone. Um, the most surprising part of those credits was the writer, the writer one. You write things. What do I write? Your thoughts? I haven't written shit. I get introduced as a writer frequently. But you're like writing... Jokes. Your little jokes and I your little guess skits. So. I see a writer as someone who's uh, working on scripts, been in a writer's room, maybe worked on a show, uh, uh, not done any of those things, which is shocking. I told someone the other day, I was like, you know, I've never been in a writer's room. And they're like, I cannot believe that. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I've barely been in one. I don't think we're trying hard enough to explore that writing avenue. However, I, I am now. I tried. I tried. I couldn't take rejection in a different avenue. Right. I was getting rejected and I was like, no, 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 no. I get enough of that over here. I get enough of that, enough of that to eat at home. What did, what did Doug Ford say? I have enough to eat at home. Thank you very much. There's yeah. His wife's vagina. Something about his wife's puss. Yeah, everyone thinks Canada is cool, but man, we are, we, we're fucked up in different ways. Um, Sometimes the mayor or the, who was it Rob or Doug who said that? I don't know. Who cares? Sometimes it's some political figure just saying they uh, eat their wife's fat pussy. Anyway. Yeah. Welcome um, to the show, everyone. Is it this is what you want? a Thursday evening. The sun is setting here in Los Angeles, California. City of Angels, as they call it. Uh, I don't think anyone calls it that anymore, actually. It's no. something They used to say that in like uh, 90s rom-coms. It's the That's, City of Angels. Yeah. Here, here, this is me. I live in the City of Angels, and I'm looking for love. Anyway, we're in this piss pit, and... Um, they should rename it to Piss Pit. Piss Pit? Yeah. The Piss Pit. They should at least rename the La Brea Tar Pits to the Piss Pits. They I feel should like name- the Tar Pits are like the less piss-filled area of... LA. There's got to be piss. There's got to be ancient piss in there. Yeah, probably ancient piss, but not fresh piss. Yeah, a bunch of like woolly mammoths or whatever like were drowning in tar and they were probably pissing themselves. Poor woolly mammoth. Test the tar for piss. Get that ancient piss out of the tar pits. That's going to be... I'm going to become an Indiana Jones-style archaeologist and I'm going to... My story is going to be Matt O'Brien and the legend of the ancient piss. Anyway, if you're tuning in for the first time, <laughs> this is a podcast where we try to figure out what you want. Um, we're Do both comedians. Yes. We're married. That's the whole spiel. I just wanted to give it to you. And um, So there's the first, is this what you want? Do you want me to be the next Indiana Jones and star in Legend of the Ancient Piss? Let me yeah, know. Yeah, let us know. Call us right now at 1-800-TARPIS.org. Yeah, call that number. Call any number and just request that, actually. Call any 1-800 number and be like, I want to see Matt O'Brien in Legend of the Ancient Piss and see what they say. And they'll be like, uh, listen, we're selling Slap Chops. Remember Slap Chop? Oh, God, Watch your yeah. foot. You're going to knock over my toddy. Well, here's the thing. I asked you to put that on your side because I didn't want it there. I see. Um, so <laughs> there we go. Now he's doing it. Oh, oh wow. Um, yeah, well, let's get right into our first little uh, thingy. Happy you didn't chappy answer my hour. Slap chop. Quest, slap chop. Yes, I do remember so, Slap Chop. You do remember it. Okay. Remember, he's like, you're going to love my nuts. 
Yes, and that man, I think, literally is like a, a, a fortified, a bona fide, actual sex pervert. Like, I think he got beat up by a prostitute. I think that's what happened. Yeah, because probably he didn't pay them or something. He did something nefarious. and. But it's funny. It truly is if the book matches the cover. What do they say? <laughs> Does the carpet match the book? Then the cover. Don't ma- judge a book by its cover, but that, in this case, it's absolutely uh, you can. You I'm going to say nine times out of ten, you can. No. When it comes to like shitty men, especially. No, there's a lot of shitty men described uh, described just uh, disguised as handsome handsome gents. I'm going to say no, I'm going to say nine times out of ten. Did you see Nick? Was it Nick Carter? Aaron Carter passed away. Yeah. Nick Carter got arrested for sexual non goodness today. Sexual non-goodness. That's what the article said. <laughs> For assault? Yes. Huh. Which I was thinking too, because I'm like, there's no way they're, you know, a bunch of young girls being thrown at them. There's no way something weird didn't happen. Literally every rock star on the planet has assaulted someone. Except That's for the Jonas the Brothers. I feel like they had, because they had their little purity rings. And yeah, they, they had like, literal fucking doing shit. metal rings around their dicks and they couldn't whip them out even if they wanted to. Was it to. around their dicks? Yeah. Huh. That's how it works. The manager shot them on before they performed. Yeah, he just literally welded them onto their tiny Christian dicks, and mm. that was it. Listen, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about Chappy Hour, which is the happy hour dedicated to the worst robot movie ever, where we just have a nice drink and we feel fucking good. Damn right. Today, what are we chapping on, uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen? Well, and you did you did uh, give a little bit of a, a taster earlier when you said Julia almost spilt my hot toddy. Maybe I am thinking about something else. Maybe I'm thinking about spilling, uh, you know, my uh, my lies and truths. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to no, say. No, but you right said now. you almost spilled my hot toddy. You specifically said the I words know, hot toddy. I was toddy. trying to say maybe I'm th- talking about something else. Like your hot toddy is your lies and truths. Yeah, don't spill my hot toddy. I see what you're saying. Yep. I hate you. What are we uh, drinking? <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking a hot toddy because it's actually fucking cold out i know we're like oh it's colder in la now there was frost on the grass this morning can you believe it listeners it's it's cold it's cold and i want to be bundled up 24 7 i that was my last thought do you ever have where you're about to go to sleep and then you're like you know your last thought yeah it's get me out of here (laughs) that's a good one mine last night literally my last thought was we were bundled up under our duvet and it was nice and cozy and i'm like I am so happy I have a nice warm spot. Yeah. Everyone just wants a, everyone out there just wants a nice warm spot. And I'm like bundled up in a dog, wife. I'm like, what a nice warm spot we have here. It is a nice warm spot. And um But then some in the summertime when it's heat wave, I hate the warm spot. It's too warm. You know we I, want a nice cold spot. I want a cold spot, but then it gets too cold and I'm just I said, Give me give me warm. Humans are fucked. We're all Goldilocks. Um, I do feel like it is. We do desire to be cozy more than to cool off, though, as people. Well, it depends on who you fucking ask. If you're always in a hot climate, then, yeah, you want to cool off. They might like, yeah, you go to someone, someone who's like raised in like, you know, uh, the Caribbean or something and you bring them to winter and they'd be like, it's nice to be cozy. It's nice to put shit on and be cozy. Well, that's why people love Jack and the AC because they like... I think Jack it's so hard. They like to fucking wear sweatpants and stuff inside in the summer still because they like to bundle. What a it's truly luxury sick. that you should not be doing in no, California you should not be because doing we're that flexing our power grid. At all. But this hot toddy is quite nice. Um, so we, we walked the dog and it was, and it was quite chilly. 
I was wearing my little little down jacket and I was so cold and I was like, you know what? We both have just been feeling kind of like blah. I'm like, I want something warm and cozy. So I made this hot toddy with a three ginger tea. Jesus. And Too many. Wait, three different types of ginger? That's what it's called. Three ginger. I thought there was just one. I don't know. Anyway, it's three ginger, ginger tea. Ginger. And gingeroo. Gingeroo. <laughs> and then I put in honey and a big lemon squeeze and a couple couple ounces of whiskey. A couple ounces of whiskey. That's a I, I was I was telling you that's a very old school remedy because we've been feeling also not COVID. We've no, we both tests. we both tested multiple times. Yeah, it's definitely not the same feeling as COVID. I think it's just a regular old fashioned cold. I think it's just a non famous straight to DVD cold. And this is something I I said my dad would do growing up. Like we lived in a house, we rented a house one time that had a sauna in it, and he would like it would have the flu, and he'd be like, ah, gonna have a hot toddy in the sauna. I'll be right back. He'd be in there for an hour, and he'd come out refreshed. Oh, that sounds nice. He would he would piss it out at his skin. And then get a little nice hot toddy in the sauna. God, that'd be nice. I want a fucking sauna. I want a sauna and I want a hot tub. That's what I want. See, we all want our warm spots. Didn't I say? We do want a warm spot. We're just... And we have a warm spot now with our little hot toddy. It's it's quite nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. It almost makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Oh my God. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah, we're plowing through this because guess what? I've been feeling... I, I want to talk about something warm and fuzzy because today I've been feeling not warm and fuzzy. Well, then so I feel like once I start talking about nice things, it'll make me feel better. What better way to do than to launch into warm and fuzzy? Exactly. Here's warm and fuzzy. This is where we talk about something that, uh, you know, obviously made us feel nice and good uh, uh, from this week. And uh, because, you know, there's so many things that can happen in a week and you got to focus on the nice things, you know. And uh, and what what uh, do you want to go first with the nice sure, thing? Sure, I'll go first. Do you? It's true. It's it's crazy how quickly a week will fluctuate. It, how day by day, hour by hour, and that's why we have to remind ourselves if we're in a bad spot that nothing is permanent. Um, and if we're in a good spot, appreciate it because everything can change in a New York minute. So we had um, we had a lovely Sunday. And we often talk on this podcast how we just, we love a Sunday. It's a nice thing. I love a nice Sunday where it's like, you know, you've been working hard all week or doing whatever, plugging away. And then Sunday, it was just like, hell yeah. We both did, we did a workout, I feel. We did some sort of workout. I think we did. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, And then we, there was this like art market at... um Downtown LA. Downtown LA, like Arts District Brewing. And so it's like, it was an art market within a brewery. I'm like, this is perfect. Yes. I want to do that. So we went there and there was all these like local vendors and it was super cute. Talk about cozy. And it was raining that day in LA. Oh, pouring. The old man was snoring. But it didn't matter because I'm like, we're inside this giant brewery visiting all these little local vendors. And there was, we got some like gifts for people and some other fun things. I got a nice little ring. We supported the fuck out of local. People we keep su- saying support local. Yeah. We were all about local. We were all about local. And then we met this woman who, her name's Ariel of Carla's Fresh Market. Yeah. Um, and she was just the most lovely person ever. And she was selling like, she's going to be opening a brick and mortar store in. Uh, a brick and Morty store. A brick and Morty store. A brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. Brick and mortar store in Highland Park in 2023. But she sells stuff like cool like pickles and jams and hot sauces and blah, blah, blah. But we ended up buying 
some Bloody Mary mix, which is apparently like world famous. Oh shit, we gotta use that soon. Not soon, we can use it. I, I would figure it's sometime closer to Christmas. Yeah. So Bloody Mary mix, we got gin pickles. Yep. So like gin infused pickles, and y'all know how much I like gin. And then we got this sauce. I don't know, this just incredible sauce that's like, it's like soy and chili and like tamarind, and it's just fucking. It's like a black blackish goop that uh, smells great and you'd put in like a pho or some sort of noodle dish yeah you put, we had it on like a noodle soup today i had it on eggs and avocado toast the other day i wish we had more info for you listeners but uh it's uh no i you know what i can pull, pull it up right now because i did post it on instagram because i was trying to you know support her 100 percent with my whole body with my whole ass with the whole uh, uh weight of the u.s government the whole- she also gave us a free gin ketchup yeah that's what caught my eye. I walked by this little booth and I'm like, excuse me. And it was gin. It calls gin chup. And I'm like, that's not gin and ketchup. And she goes, absolutely it is. 100%. And then she threw in the gin chup at the end. Wait, it's called Fly By Jing uh, Zong Sauce. A sweet and savory hot sauce that you will find yourself putting on everything. And it's fucking good. So, yes. So as, and we just had a nice chin wag with her. And then as we're leaving, um, she's like, are you guys gonna have another beer or do you drink beer because i got two drink tickets and she's like i don't drink and i'm like hell yeah so she gave us her drink tickets and we ended up applying those to drinks we already bought it was the best and then i i posted about her on instagram she's like thanks for the support i'm like she's like did the drink tickets work i'm like they did she's like y'all were by far the nicest people i met that day there's a lot of pieces of shit out there so she's like so i was so happy to like pay for it i'm like ah that's so sweet it was it actually made me feel so nice yeah and then we got i had a pickle when we got home like god damn it's good like everything is so good so yeah support your little local market great we went to an arcade bar after too and we played i don't know listener if you've ever played this game it's an old school game called ice cold beer Mm -hmm. i need to own this game somehow somewhere some way yeah uh it's an old school game where you uh you control a metal bar that has a ball on it it's so primitive, and you just have two joysticks. One goes up on the one side, and one goes up on the other side, and you have to get the ball in a certain hole that's assigned to you. Only the flashing hole, but there's so many holes that it could potentially go in yeah. if you're not so careful. So you can't get in the wrong hole. You got to get in the flashing hole, and it's so hard, and people are obsessed with this game. Oh, yeah. And I need to own this. I don't know if anyone out there has any hookups or any leads on how to get an ice cold beer machine. Didn't you say that they stopped making them, but they're remaking them now? Yeah, because I think that because of these arcade bars, they're getting so super com- like uh, uh, popular again. Yeah. And they're just exploding and people love. That's the thing. We've, we've come so far with video games and everything. It's just like now we want to go back to like mechanical go shit. Go back to basics. That's what I want. Yeah. It's like when we go to Vegas, we play those mechanical horses. We throw quarters in and then watch a bunch of mechanical horses run around. It's like, hell yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's real. N- it's nostalgic for us. And then for people who didn't grow up with that, they're like, this is just cool and different. It's exciting. It, well, it's because it's real life, too. It's like, it goes back to when we talk about practical effects yeah, in movies. Yeah, versus CGI. Versus CGI. CGI, you're like, I know that's not on planet Earth. I know that's not real. But then you see a practical effect, and you're like, I know that's somewhere out there. Exactly. It's somewhere. It's in so. a fucking locker somewhere in Burbank. But like... yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. I want to go to. That's one thing I do want to do while we live in LA. I want to go to like a prop house. I want to see like got, a bunch of old props. I got some hookups. I'll get you to a prop house. Who do you know, Mr. Props? George Lucas. <laughs> I know Mr. and Mrs. Props. Hi, Mr. Pro- Was the first person to use props in a movie named Prop? 
Probably. We need an object Prop- for this movie. Probably. You, props, make something. Well, I missed a props. There you go. And he like just threw a fucking chicken on his head. He goes, that's a prop. <laughs> that's, prop. That's one of props. Wait, is prop short for something? Proposition. Like a, a pr- 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 proprietary? Ooh, that's a great question. Prop, I never thought about that. Because is- you prop something up. You prop it up. You put it on display. So it's a prop. It's a, the more I say prop, it sounds like uh, another word for like, I shit myself. Oh, I propped. Oh, I propped my pants. I propped my jeans. <laughs> a prop for, formerly known as theatrical property. Oh. As an object used on stage or screen by actors during a performance. Yeah, we don't need to go that far. So it's just like theater property. This is the property of the theater. It's a prop. All right. Huh. Well, there we go. Now we know. It's funny, you Google it, and the number one image for movie prop is the ring from Lord of the Rings. It's like, yeah, I know that's a prop. I didn't. It's think not that, real? Didn't think that was real. Didn't think that was forged in the real Mount Doom. Fuck. I did. If there was a real Mount Doom... We'd all like, be doomed. I'm like, I just wish there was a real Lord of the Rings area of this world where there was hobbits and people running around. Yeah, but not in a way that we're like a little goblin man could like kill us. No, they they have no passports. They can't fly out. They don't know how to swim. But, but we're just allowed there. to go visit. Yeah, I can dress up in the uh, medieval garb and go muck about. And they'll be like, who are you, sir? You'd be, be too, like, you'd scare them. You're too tall. Yeah, I'd bring a gun too. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to bring a gun to Hobbitland. You can't bring a, that's the, uh, you can't bring a gun in Lord of the Rings. But imagine they saw that. There should be one scene in Lord of the Rings where some guy runs by with a gun and no one talks about it. Like a pistol. Like a, like a cop's, like a Beretta pistol. And just a hobbit runs by and they're like, whoa, where's that guy going? Why don't you just fucking add that in? You used to do that where you just add yourself into like classic movies. Just add yourself in running by with a gun. I know. I used to have a joke about that where I, I thought they should add jetpacks to Forrest Gump and no one talks about it. Just Forrest Gump is jetpacking around, just living his life. All over on a shrimp boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired that I'm, I'm like high. I'm <laughs> trying to comprehend what is happening right now. But yeah, Sunday was just lovely. Yep. We had some beers. We played video. Also, I'm not um I've never been like a video game or an arcade game kind of person. Like I like again, I like my like tangible games like ski ball or something like yeah. that which we did play at a different place. I'm not even that good at pinball, although I like it, but I really got into the game Burger Time. Burger Time's the best. And I actually like beat a full like portion. And by portion, like the first round, which to some is like, yeah, that's easy. But for me, I'm like, hell yeah. I got to get that. I think I could probably get it on, on the big screen. We should get that game. It won't be the same. It will be. We okay, gotta maybe. find we gotta find a way to get burger time because we gotta play burger time together at home. Anyway, that's my warm and fuzzy. Matt, what was yours? Oh well, Sunday was good. Uh, Sunday was good until it got bad because what I w- was hungover for two days after. You were? I was fucked. I didn't realize that. We both drank the same amount. You were fine. I was fucked. I felt great the Roles next day. Roles are reversed. I because I have not been drinking that much lately. I've really dialed it back, and I feel like my tolerance has gone from Yahoo to Google. Uh, and I just it, I just had a headache. I felt crumb bum the next day, and then the next day after that, I was like, I still feel a little crumb bum. You were drinking. I had moved. I only had two beers, and I yeah. had two light beers, 
and then you moved you stuck with beer throughout i had ipas too and i oh well there you go i always tell myself i'm like do not do that you're not a young boy anymore yeah and then i moved to wine even though you enjoy its piney taste i like the piney taste of an ipa Listen, like I trees. love an IPA, but that's why I had a session IPA. I know, uh, but that was a very nice and warm and fuzzy day. Uh, but the day before, was the day before where I went to San Diego? Yes. Yes. Literally a day before. Also, I went to an arcade bar there too, which is weird. Full of arcades you yeah, are. I'm an arcade man. I'm an arcade man. Uh, but that day was, was crazy because I uh, did a roast at LA Comic Con which was uh, quite something. Mm-hmm. That place gave me a bit of anxiety because it was a lot. It was at the convention center. And a friend of mine asked me to uh, do a roast, a Pixar roast. So we all dressed up like Pixar characters. I was Woody from Toy Story. And uh, it went so well. It was so fun. Also, you look so, so cute in your little outfit. I was wearing my little cowboy hat. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was very well received. And the guy that ran it, uh, Eddie, is, uh, is, was very appreciative and very nice and... Um, it was just very great. It was, I was just looking around. I'm like, I didn't know anybody really when I moved here. Yeah. And like to do something that's just so random and fun like that. But like I was at LA Comic Con, hard to get into. And I was a part of the industry. I was in there doing it. Uh, it was very fun. And then immediately had to hop in the car and go to San Diego because I was opening for our friend from Canada, K. Trevor Wilson. From, uh, from Letterkenny. Letterkenny Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Um, he, uh, I, I asked him if I could open for him at the American Comedy Co. in San Diego. So I had to book it there because it was like two and a half hour drive. Bad traffic, Bad man, on traffic. a Friday or sorry, Saturday even. Yeah, but it was like, it was nice to be busy. I'm like, I am out. I am busy. I stopped into McDonald's because I'm like, I am on the road. And that's an <laughs> excuse. I, I, I got a quarter pounder and guess what? They gave me a double quarter pounder. By accident. By accident. How exciting. You got a little double treat. Well, they kept saying, I ordered it. I was like, quarter pounder meal. Just that's it. And they're like, double quarter pounder? I'm like, no, just a single. I get to the first window. They're like, double quarter? I'm like, nope, just a single. And I get to the final and they hand me a bag. They're like, double quarter pounder? I was like, Did you pay for the double quarter pounder? Nope. They charged me for a single. Well, there you go. But then I was eating it. It was so fucking good. I haven't had one in a while. (laughs) Especially a double. I'm sorry. That's a half pounder. That's Mm. a half pound of meat. I'm hungry now. Fuck. And I was like, I will not eat the whole thing. I'll eat one patty's worth. I ate all but one bite. and But I did not eat for the rest of the night because I'm, I was like, I'm a piece of shit for eating a lot of that. I <laughs> ate it fast too. And there's also ketchup on the seed. Yeah, um, I saw that. But I get down to San Diego, plenty of time. And then CK Trev, who's an old friend of ours. I haven't seen him in so long. It was just so nice to see a Canadian guy that you had started doing comedy with in Toronto and he's you know doing a club down here and I'm like we're just we're really palling around like old times it. yeah palling around having a good time the club was fantastic the, everything was great made at home it was so, it was exhausting I swear I'm still tired from that one day uh, but it was it did make me feel nice to be out there doing multiple weird things and seeing friends along the way isn't that nice it is nice yeah and uh I feel like I was busy during the day that day. And then I, oh yeah, I, I canceled my plans that night, which I never do because I have FOMO and I love going out, especially when you're not around. <laughs> yeah, I, I really bung up the works. But I was really excited to like go out, see a friend, go to a show like that. I'd been meaning to check out for a while. But then my period that day was so bad. It was just horrendous. And I was like, I cannot leave. So I stayed home and watched like Christmas movies. 
and it was the fucking best. It seems like it was a, you were watching a fun one too. What was it called again? It was a called Chihuahua's like, Smile. It was called a Chihuahua Smile. No, it was called a Hollywood Christmas. Oh yeah, and it's so cheesy, but it was like, it was cheesy bad, but also cheesy good. Like there, I dare say it was better than the Lindsay Lohan uh, Christmas Vehicle. We watched that whole Lindsay Lohan one, and it it just glided over my mind. We were also two sheets of the wind higher than the Himalayas. Higher than Heidelberg. Uh, but I remember it, but it was like, I know I've seen a few of these like Hallmarky movies, but they really are all the same. It goes, it hits every beat that they all do. Yeah. It's like you can you can see everything coming. It was exciting. Exciting to see Lindsay Lohan again. That was nice. She looks great. I haven't seen great. her, in a, great. her in, in a long time, and it was just, uh, it was lovely. Is it like, it's weird because we're all watching it because they're like, hey, there's a person I haven't seen in a while. And is it kind? it's kind of a joke to see them again? Because no, it's, it's, it's in be- like a shitty Christmas movie, but you're like, but I like these shitty things. And I haven't seen her in a while. I, it was confusing. It was a lot to process. It's a lot to process because... That's the thing. Lindsay Lohan was very well liked, and yeah. she shaped a lot of our, you know, not not she our. She made me the man I our, am today. Our teenhoods and stuff, and yeah. so for her, for someone to have a fall from grace, who you're rooting for, to kind of come back in a way that's like wholesome, and it's the right time of year where we all again, I think we're all just searching for something that's not too heavy or fucked yeah. up, and it's just like it's a perfect storm. It's the right time. And it happened. It's and nostalgia. It was... uh, Hollywood's hitting on nostalgia. Yeah. And then they're like, who's nostalgic right now? Who could be nostalgic? And they hit on Lindsay Lohan. That's why Brendan Fraser is making a making a hot comeback. Oh, my God. If I see one more article about Brendan Fraser, it's like they literally talk like someone ripped off his legs and sold them yeah. on the black market. And he finally got them back. Like, I don't. Yeah, they're talking like he crawled out of a septic tank that he was trapped in for like 10 years. And they're like, he's been around. Now you all of a sudden fucking care. Yeah. Also, I'm not trying to ignore you right now. I had two really good segments for the next one, and now I'm 100% forgetting them all. So I'm blonking? trying to like... I'm blonking. Well, we should get into the next segment either way. Um, we talked about Warm and Fuzzy. We could talk about something dumb that happened yeah. this week. Because you got to recognize that stuff too. So uh, we're going to move into our second segment called, Well, That Was Stupid. Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. Yeah. And uh, there's just... Uh, I feel like so much stupid friggin' stuff. Stuff happened this week. Why don't I lead the stupid yeah, train? Yeah, you start your stupid train, Let man. Let me tell you, I was supposed to meet up with a friend for coffee the oh, other day. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, I, was, I don't think I've met him in person, but he's a director from Toronto. And he's like, let's meet up for coffee. I'm like, absolutely. I would love to meet you. Let's uh, let's hang out, set up a time, everything. Dropped you off at your, uh, your improv class. Right around the corner. Zipped over to this cafe. I was supposed to meet him. Pulled up in front of the cafe. Get a ring notification on my our doorbell. And uh, I check it. And there's just a bunch of firefighters. Yep. At our house. Just slopping around. And I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to some other house. No, no, no. They're walking up our driveway. They're going zipping and zopping all around. And I'm like, oh, boy. Keep watching. And wouldn't you know it, the battery in our ring cam dies. As I'm watching it. Yeah. Isn't that stupid? It's so stupid. So I... Because you're very good at charging that, too. Oh, my God. I'm usually good on at uh, being on top of this. Actually, that reminds me. I'm going to order a solar panel for it after this. Um, hmm. So it never happens again. So I'm like sitting there. I'm like, wow, I'm literally supposed to go in this cafe, meet this friend. And I'm like, I can't. I can't meet this person. I, I'll be thinking of it the whole time that either Shangela is dead or the house is burned. Or the house is dead. The house is dead. Somebody killed our house. 
Um, but I had the other camera. I was like looking in, couldn't see Shanch. She was obviously like watching the firefighters from some other window. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I canceled. I drove home. It was 45 minutes to get back. 45 minutes of, oh my God, I have no idea what's happening. The last thing I saw was a bunch of firefighters. Yeah. It was a nightmare and it was so much traffic. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, driving like a fucking asshole. I was the asshole for once. I'm never zip zopping all over lanes, asshole, but I'm like, this is my excuse. Yeah. Which made me think after this experience, I'm like, I might be more patient with somebody driving like a piece of shit. Because maybe they're going through something. Maybe it's, it's an usually emergency. not. It's usually a person in a white BMW just being a piece of shit. If you see a cloud of vape smoke coming out of the sunroof, sure, they're probably pieces of shit. Yeah. But in my case, I was like, it's an emergency. I have to get home. And then the stupidest part was, I get home. There's no fire truck. There's nothing. There's, there's no, no note. note. There's no evidence that they were even there. I look at Shange and I'm like, can you tell me what happened? She's a dog. She can't. Tell she me can't anything. speak yet. And I have no footage. And it was so stupid. I'm like, the one thing the ring cam's supposed to help me with, an emergency like that. Yeah. And it has no information. So I still have no idea what happened. Uh, I think it was something in the neighbor's house, I think. That's the thing. We always talk about our shitty fucking neighbors, and I guarantee it was something in their place, and then they had to come down our driveway to peek yeah. at whatever garbage Authorities was happening Authorities are always back peeking there. in their, in their They're property. They're always, always peeking. Um, so that Peaky was my blinders. stupid thing. Every, all is well, but it was the most stressful 45-minute drive of recent memory. I wish, yeah, I wish we knew what happened and like, that's the thing. If I didn't hate our neighbors so much, I'd ask. I almost called the fire department. I was almost to be like, hi, what happened? And they'd be like, hi, we're literally putting out fires right now, sir. Yeah. So if you could shut up. Why was your car in front of my house? Oh, you mean the fire truck? Yeah. Full of men. Firemen. Were they cute? Could you tell in the ring cam? Couldn't tell. Uh, but, Damn you it. know, they're probably hunky as hell. Shit. Uh, you don't see a, a firefighter that's not like, at least a little bit hunky. But I think just like the act of like, I'm just like a man or a woman just fucking picking you out of a burning building. It's, and just the, like... it's the big pants. I wore a firefighter costume for a, a sketch once. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you just feel powerful. It's like a fitted t-shirt. You got these big bulky ass pants that can like survive. A, somebody could swing a sword at your leg mm. and you could, no problem. And it's also suspenders too. You're like, hey, I'm wearing suspenders. And you just kind of snap them around a bit. <laughs> like what's going on in this room? It's just you know the I mean? nerdiest firefighter. Hey, what's going on in this room? A fire? Oh, no. My dick's on fire. Oh, Bye -bye. it's burning. Okay. I remember what mine is now. So um, a bunch the past 24 hours have been very stupid. I've gone through all of the fucking emotions. So I had my second improv class yesterday, fire day. And I just, I had a moment when I was in class being like, huh, I am, we were doing some sort of game which is all silly but a lot of a lot of what we do is silly because a lot of being a comedian is yeah finding your inner child and being daring to look stupid yeah but there was just a moment where i'm like i'm taking an improv class as a 35 year old woman i don't know what i'm doing with my life and i'm like i'm a stupid idiot no. adult improv class. like there was just that moment it like but then i'm like i enjoyed the rest of the class it was fun and I'm like, yeah, then I'm having dinner with a friend after. I get on my fucking improv class. The friend's like, I'm not feeling well. I can't make it. I'm like, motherfucker. This happened to me last week. That's right. And then so I go to, great, I don't have any friends. Nobody cares about me. Um, and then Matt's 
back home. And then we were supposed to meet up and go to a show. But at this point, I have like two hours to kill. So I go back to the village idiot, which I do like. Um, that had a happy hour. Sat at the bar. Lovely. Like I like to do. Had a little wine chicken sandwich, which was quite nice. And then there's a guy sitting next to me. And as he's leaving, he's there with his like wife. This like old, I want to say, I don't know, 50s and shy wife him loud boisterous and he looks at me and he's like see that's a pour when he looks at my wine he's like that's a pour in canada they pour it so much less i'm like you're from canada he's like yeah i'm like i'm from canada he's like where i'm like ottawa he's like i'm from canada which is like if you know ottawa canada is sounds like it's a like 20 minutes Canadian outside of city too. canada where in canada are you from canada okay <laughs> all right um <laughs> so we started chatting about that for a bit and I was like, what do you do? Are you in town? He's like, I'm, he was into horses or something. Shows horses, buys horses, yada, yada, yada. I was engaged. I was asking him questions about his stupid fucking horses. I didn't care. But you know, that's what you do. You, it, it's interesting to me that I met someone from my fucking hometown yeah. in LA. And then he's like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a comedian. I'm like, um, yeah, I've, been, I've lived here for seven years, but I've been doing comedy like about 15 years. And then immediately, doesn't ask me, he's like, oh, that's cool. Doesn't ask me anything about that. He's like, I did stand up once on a dare. I lost, or like I lost a bet and I had to do it. And he's like, and not just a short set, I should do like 20 minutes. I'm like, I'm like, that's great. I'm like, it can be, it can be kind of nerve wracking. He's like, not when the jokes are hitting though. He's like, Ugh. he's like, it was great. It was easy. I had such a fun time. I'm like, oh, great he's like yeah he's like i don't know if you do this but like when i'm just out and traveling or whatever if something funny happens i just write it down like not the whole story but just like a note or something i'm like i want to rip my uh eyebrows off he's like and then i did it and he's like and i was killing it was easy they loved it i'm like (laughs) i just stared for i'm like Uh that's great it's just like i would never meet a professional anybody and be like I did that once. What you do is easy. I did it once. Like you literally have to be like, great. Do it for 15 plus years, hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah, you did it on a fucking dare in front of your ugly, stupid friends who had to laugh at you. You should have said, I dare you to suck your own dick right now. (laughs) And then you'd be like, that's easy. I know he wasn't doing it maliciously or anything, but I'm like, God. You're an idiot. Damn it. And it was just very stupid. Then he looks at his wife and he's like, she's from Ottawa. And she's like, Yes, I know. She said, I'm sitting right here. I'm like, well, nobody likes this guy. It was just... What did uh, he look like? Was he a tall guy? He was tall. A bit soft in the face? A bit soft in the face. Yeah. But not like a large man, but Pale. a tall man, but like, no, quite tan, actually. Oh, okay. But like, That's he did, didn't look like he should have been tan, though. You know who I'm picturing? I don't know why I'm picturing Lutz from uh, uh, 30 Rock. Remember the bumbly fucking soft man of no. the office? He was a bit dumb. No, and not Lutz. kind of made fun of him. That's what I'm picturing. I don't know why. I don't know how to describe this man. I also didn't like carve his face into my memory because I didn't want to. Imagine we see him having a Netflix special next year. We're like, and it's just called Horses. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally scoop my eyes out and yeah. mail them to him. Be like, well, these are yours now. You own these, Enjoy. Pal. <laughs> You'd be like, this is easy. Getting another comedian's eyes in the mail is so easy. <laughs> Anyone can do it. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Eyes did it. (laughs) Ew. If somebody sent you their eyes, you'd have to keep them. (laughs) Yeah, you can't just toss out someone's eyes. No. You keep them, you get them uh, like a a bronzed or something or like some sort of like... Because that's the thing. If you didn't didn't like embalm the eyes or or, uh, shellac them or something, they would just like shrivel up eventually, yeah? 
Yeah, they'd stink. They'd do something. You'd have to put like, you'd shellac them, you'd put them on a necklace, you wear them uh, everywhere you go. You'd be like... If that was the case, then we'd be wearing fisheye necklaces or something. Those must exist. Fisheyes like uh, rings too? Yeah. Is that what we should make? Listeners, is that what you want? Do you want jewelry that is different eyes of animals and people? Let us know. Call us up. <laughs> Again, we always ask you to tweet uh, your warm and fuzzies or message us. And guess what? Did we get one? No. Um, a lot of you aren't doing this and it's stupid and I hate it. Wait, I feel like Taylor maybe said something warm and fuzzy. Uh, we'll check the Twitter. She's always knitting and I find that quite warm and fuzzy. It's very warm and fuzzy. And sometimes she gets, she really pops off of the knitting crowd on Twitter. Uh, uh, sometimes her she tweets about knitting and it's like knitting... Oh yeah, there's it. there's everybody's got a little niche. There's a crowd out there. We did get a message. This was a couple of weeks ago from when we, we had a couple po- uh, coffee podcasts in a row where we had a podcast. Yeah, like a morning chap with coffee, and we were talking about wanting to get like a better coffee maker. And James Monroe said, wow. "Guys, I just listened to your latest podcast, and you love freshly ground coffee. If you love freshly ground coffee, I totally recommend this coffee maker." I've convinced friends and family to get it. They never look back. It's amazing. It's a bit expensive, but worth it. Thanks so much for the pod. Really enjoy listening. Take care. How much, how much is it? The Breville Grind Control. And I looked it up. It's like $350. Huh. It's a That's, bit... I was going to say 500 would be my, my peak. It's a bit much for right for now. For something you use every single day of I your stupid know, life. I know. I know. Factor that into to daily costs. So what did you say? 350 Yeah. And we're using it every... But I was looking up reviews and someone's like, I love it, but then I have to replace it every year. It keeps breaking. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're just stupid. They're bashing their coffee maker. Yeah, people are dumb. People are probably like, I tried to start it with my forehead <laughs> and my penis <laughs> and no coffee came out. Um, that's 95 cents a day for one year. Mm. If you can scrounge up 95 cents a day, you can get a nice coffee maker like that. Well, then maybe we will. Maybe we'll upgrade to something. If you have other coffee maker suggestions, let us know. Our coffee maker is depressing looking. It's a Mr. Coffee. It's literally the cheapest machine that money can buy. Yeah, it looks like something you'd find in the break room of a shitty police station. But it does its job. It's fine. It gets coffee. Coffee comes out of it. The coffee that we have is nice. The amount of coffee we make, though, we should be upgrading it. Maybe that's our Christmas present to both of us, even though I'm staring at a pile of Christmas presents I'm yet to wrap for you. Which is crazy, because I said, don't buy me anything, and I feel like this is your, you've bought me the most things. It's fun. I'm having fun. <laughs> and also, Amazon makes it easy. I'm barely doing anything. Not We don't have also, to do Also, your any- money is my money, so stop buying things. I'm buying everything. <laughs> well, that's why it's for both of us. It's like... Right. Like, I'm not labeling the... Pre- it's just an open... You know, although I did order something just for me that I will wrap and put under the tree. This is going to be a weird year. <laughs> but, I don't uh, have anything for you. That's fine. I got things. I'm excited to use some of the things that I bought you. Oh my! First of all, here's here's something just ridiculous. Um, I don't. This this is no segment. This is just us talking. So I was looking on Etsy today because again I wanted to support like more local. Go local, babe. Um, to send my my parents, my family, some Christmas gifts. And <laughs> I typed in like gifts for dad or something. Oh, yeah. That's, or, that's not going to be good. And and it's like, first of all, everything for men or dad, it's like, here's a leather keychain or like a, a wooden 
box so he can hang his iPhone and his leather watch. Everything's Dad's leather and wood. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then there's just this like monogram towel that says Comrag. What? <laughs> oh my God. It's on sale. Yeah. Customized with a name. What if I sent that to my dad, Ed's Comrag? Can you imagine? Comrag. Crazy. What a nightmare. And then I was looking through it. Then I typed in, I'm like, ew, gross. And I typed in like gifts for men. Because I was like, maybe I'll get something for Matt, which I didn't yet. And there was a candle. And this candle said, light this when you want a BJ. What year are we in? Get the candle, get the candle, get the candle, get the candle. Ew, you're disgusting. (laughs) I'm a man. First of all, if you want a BJ, we have to have a frank conversation about it. (laughs) Frank. Wait, we got to call Frank? Yeah. <laughs> Frank! We got to have a Frank conversation. Hey, Frank, Matt wants his dick sucked. Get over here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're sucking dicks over here. No, Frank, no. <laughs> I don't want a Frank conversation. Fine, you scared me away from beaches. <laughs> Listen, but let's not scare you away from the, the end of this oh. episode. Uh, we're going to end on a BJ note. Where can people find you and your BJ... Uh, 1-800-JIZZ.ORG No, you can find me at Julia Comedy on Instagram and Twitter or Julia Comedian on TikTok and Facebook and you can also find our podcast uh, Is This What You Want podcast on Instagram where you can message us all the time Do it. Matt, what about you? Matt O'Brien on Instagram, that's the only one that matters right now the rest you can figure it out Thanks so much for listening everyone Thank you for listening We'll be back next week, I'm sure of it Goodbye now Shalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal